Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend yeah. of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Let's, let's continue on here. So um, next we're in a, uh, a diner, and Windows and Eric are breaking down the, the master plan um, they're going to meet Rogue Leader in a in Texas at a coffee shop. Uh, she's going to have what they'll need to get into the compound. And then they said white chocolate's finally going to meet his dream girl. Ooh. But they have 26 hours to make it to Texas. Um, we get them back on the road again. And uh, every, it's nighttime. Everyone's starting to sleep. And Hutch decides he's going to take a detour. Um, and once the morning comes, he wakes them up for a pit stop. Uh, they're not in Texas, though. They're in Iowa, specifically Riverside, Iowa, the future, future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk, enemy <laughs> territory. And they want to say his full name. Tiberius Kirk. That's right. And they want to pimp slap some Trekkies. Um, I just realized the next scene I have is even longer than the scene we just played. <laughs> <laughs> it, deserves, so it deserves to be played in its entirety. Um, the meeting between them and the Trekkers, uh, where we get Seth Rogen as the uh, Admiral Sheeshultz. With a uh, just huge prosthetic nose. And the teeth. And the, the teeth. Big mm. fucking teeth. Yeah, the teeth. Um, and they're all dressed kind of like a variety star Trek character. I do like the Data guy. He's probably my favorite of them all. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, remember when we did the mask and we talked a lot about how like the prosthetic teeth that yeah. Jim Carrey wore didn't hinder his performance? Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going already. Fucking <laughs> Seth Rogen. My God. Yep. Yep. Uh, so uh, without further ado, let's sit back and enjoy this exchange. Captain James Tiberius Kirk will be born. Hence... The statue immortalizing him, grappling with his most accursed nemesis. Ricardo Montalban. The genetically engineered tyrant, Khan. Thank you for pointing that out. That is because the whores at Viacom International threatened to sue us if we use their likenesses. So we make do. Yes, the gentleman in in the beige. I was wondering, what did Sulu find in Captain Kirk's lab? Sulu clearly found a standard-issue Starfleet Z-23 personal refuse device. I believe it was a captain's log. <laughs> Very good. A laugh a day keeps the doctor away, everyone. We've been saved. Any other comic relief? Ah! They're still homeless out there. Hey! 
Yes, what? You, what? Yes. What is the Klingon translation for you're going to die a virgin? Rachsil Yeah, yeah, that's what, okay. Hilarious, everyone. Looks like we got more Lucas Hounds here to mock Roddenberry. Congratulations, gentlemen. But I would like to see your Darth Vader take on one Borg drone. We'll see who's laughing there. Right? Darth Vader could put the entire Borg collective in a vice grip with his mind. Uh, Darth Vader has asthma, so uh, name me one Star Trek character with a respiratory disease because I'm drawing a blank. Name me one Star Wars character who's gay. Yeah. Besides you. Well, I know it's gay in Star Trek, so why would I even do that? Captain Picard. Okay, Captain Picard is not gay. He's British. Come on. Make it so. Oh, I hate to break it to you losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. Oh, no. no I'm sorry, what, what did you just say? Is there a problem, dude? Yeah, there sure is, Spock. The Admiral here just called Han Solo a bitch. Good one. It's pretty strong words for Trekkie. Okay, well, Trekkie is derogatory at this point in the game. Trekker is what we're calling them. Trekker. Trekkie. Yeah. As I thought, Scanner reads douchebag. long scene but it's so fucking good yeah, it that's like an old-timey radio play man yeah right right, right. Oh, like it's so fucking good i love just like the fighting yeah uh yeah right, well I, i'm not gonna dissent too much but this is where the movie really aged itself for me because this is the first of many times someone insults somebody else in this movie by either calling them gay or a retard oh yeah, it's, yeah it, it, it is true. a lot to yeah, this, this movie. is true this is like, oh yeah, we're definitely back in the nineties because 
That's that's pretty much you know that was your arsenal as a as yeah. a young person in the nineties. You're gay. Well, you're retarded. <laughs> pretty like, all right. Yeah. So we've grown past that. Yes, we have. So my two regular. Oh, everyone's a cuck. My two regular co-hosts. Yeah. All right, some trivia for this. What other movie have we done that was filmed in this exact location? Oh shit! Coming in hard. I and don't I know. I brought man. it, and I brought it up during that episode because I I saw that it was film that it was in another film, in the same location. And we've already done the movie. We've already done the movie. And you brought up that Fanboys was filmed? No, 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 not Fanboys. I brought up that a movie called Vampires was filmed in that exact location. Oh, this is going to make me so mad. All right. We won't drag it on. I'm guessing it has to be Mars Attacks. Nope. No Country for Old Men. The scene was filmed. What? The scene, that scene, the Trekkie scene was filmed in Las Vegas, New Mexico. In that plaza, right in front of the Plaza Hotel, which was the Eagle Pass Hotel in No Country for Old Men, and it was also in Vampires. And I found out later, I didn't realize this, it was also used in the original Red Dawn. Wow. Oh, wow. That same exact plaza. So it's like trippy how Hollywood gets drawn to the same locations over and over and over again. You mean tax write-offs? What? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. (laughs) But yeah, when I watched it today, I said, son of a bitch, it's the same place. And oh, I looked cool. it up, and it was, yep. I also like how when they're fighting, we get like a uh, copyright, um, a royalty-free version of the, the, uh, yeah, exactly. the song from the Star Wars <laughs> fight. Star it's Trek just fight. like the, yeah. like the opening <laughs> score, too. Yep. It's, it's like Star Wars light. Exactly. You know? exactly. Well, it's like, um, not Star Wars, but like in Star Trek, when Kirk fights with the same little fucking like... Oh, right. But that, 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 that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's similar to yep. that with the hits and the horn blasts and everything. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's different enough that those whores at Viacom can't... <laughs> I know. It's... The Oberon's yeah. sound and Foley uh, in this film in and of itself pays a lot of homage to both franchises because they they get those little, you know, like, um, little sounds from either star Wars or like they mimic stuff from star Trek. Like it's pretty great. I mean, even the con shot, you know, the overhead screaming. Like now I, I did have this point to bring up, um, Seth Rogen's character, the Trekkie or the Trekker here, Admiral Seashultz. Admiral Sheeshultz, uh, very incensed when someone suggests that anyone in the Star Trek universe is gay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's not gay. He's British. Yeah. Make it so. Make it so. (laughs) Now, as a resident, like, Star Trek expert, uh, which I'm not. I told you, I got love for it. I, I watch it, but I obviously don't know as much about it as I do Star Wars. Seems like Star Trek would have the most gay people. Because it's like a cool, <laughs> a scientific, idyllic, like well, you also know. like they're in like a utopian future where that kind of shit like doesn't exist anymore. Like they're all supposed to be cool with each other and like no money, all that kind of stuff. Except yeah, like no but, money. And but I, I'm gonna I tell would you think... right now, Garrick was gay. <laughs> like there's no no <laughs> doubt from Deep Space Nine. Him and Bashir, they were lovers. Uh, like and, like a fi- like canon wise officially. I mean, if you ever watched Deep Space Nine. You know, well, just like, the t- the title alone sounds like a yeah. you know. They were given a <laughs> deep, space deep space nine, yeah. Um, yeah. There was also uh, were were um the Ferengis like the one episode where like uh where Quark they thought he was gay and like he was cooler with that than like a woman doing business like. Like he accidentally <laughs> brought a woman with him to do business, and like when he found out, like she was a, like at first like, she kissed him, and he's like, "I'm not gay." And then like he found out, "No, I'm a woman." He goes, "Okay, it was better when I was gay than it was that you're a woman doing business." So <laughs> Star like, Trek is Damn. just America in 2021. Um, is what you're telling? Me. Yeah. Well, and, and then if you go to Star Trek Discovery, I mean, there like, there are Colbert, gay. Colbert's yeah. damn it's are clearly like in a relationship and then like gotcha. the, the new mm-hmm. uh in the newest season uh gray and um what was her or the, i don't remember what the there was a whole thing about referring to the gender as like them and they instead of like him and her mm-hmm. yeah but they made a, a deal to point that out in, in the episode so yeah there 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 is you know 
Yeah, it just kind of struck me as odd because like Roddenberry always seemed to be way ahead of his time as far as like equality yeah. and you know I don't yeah, know. But also, he, he did that like allegorically, right? You know, with like aliens and yeah, it's like the X Men kind of the <laughs> shtick. Exactly. It's I can't exactly tell you how many like times X-Men. Picard woke up in bed with Q. Also, mm. <laughs> literally, he'd wake up with Q like spooning him. Wow, make it so. <laughs> Even that's not how he says like make it so, it, like it was always very you know directed. It wasn't you know effeminate at all. Excuses. <laughs> hmm. I feel like I really derailed that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, the boys but- are now in the van celebrating their victory. Mm-hmm. Um. They're making fun of Windows for calling time out, which is fucking yeah, great. It was great. Yeah. Um, they end up uh, blowing out a tire and uh, wrecking the van. Um, which, you know, of course, uh, Eric th- throws a fit that he has a th- access to thousands of vehicles, but they had to take <laughs> this shitty van. Um, at which point, Hutch says he did have a spare tires, but Windows had to take it out to make room for his grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> you're in a fucking van you have nothing but room i know you know exactly I mean? um and then window says well how can you do a covert operation without a grappling hook <laughs> he's not wrong no yep. that's very true he's not wrong yep they they do see a bar and decide to go into it uh we see what appears to be a bunch of like rough biker type dudes um eric walks up to the bartender who of course is unhelpful and asks him for a glass of water uh, once he takes it, the bartender says it's a hundred bucks and uh, Hutch, Hutch confronts him and says, word to the wise essay. You better <laughs> drop the tougher bike rack before he gets angry. You won't like me when I get angry. Um, the bartender, of course, says, yes, he would. And I love this next part because like the realization of what's happening while he's saying this is the best. Hutch says this guy wants to dick with me. Fine. He can dick. He used to rape guys 15 times their size in prison, so he better back off or he's going to get the good – he's going to get his ass pounded so hard. <laughs> I, I love that – like the shit he's saying as they realize they're in a gay bar, <laughs> which is called the Mantine, a savory place for men. Or the Mantina, like a cantina, but with men. Oh, that's fucking great. Um and then you hear him. I don't remember which one says it, but one of them says Ixnay on the ass pounding. <laughs> um, the, Whoever came up with the Mantina for the name of this bar deserves all the praise, man. Right. Uh, it's a savory place for men. Um, <laughs> some of the, the weird guys start blowing kisses and they say it's too late for the $100 now, essay. <laughs> you got to pay for that drink. Um, so they're on stage. Uh, they look like they're about to strip, and the music that's playing is Menudo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the dudes that are sitting there have cash out, and he's like, "You got a problem with Menudo?" He breaks a bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a problem um, with Menudo? Hutch is like, nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> uh, and of course, they start stripping. Uh, Windows pulls a sock out of his pants. Um, and then Hutch pulls his pants all the way down and the music stops and everyone gasps because he has un testiculo, <laughs> one ball. So real quick, this is the, the, the second scene where I, I mentioned earlier that, he, again, he takes from Chris Farley. And it's that iconic SNL skit with Patrick Swayze because he makes oh, the comment. Yeah. You're right. And they're fucking dancing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good. That's a good catch. Yep. Um, so, uh, they all start booing him. Um, he's like a lightsaber battle went wrong when I was a kid. (laughs) Um, then all of a sudden Danny Trejo shows up, uh, and keeps talking about how this chief, uh, can fix their van. Um, we get a scene where they're sitting around a like campfire and eating chips and guac, uh, while Danny Trejo, which we don't know at this point that he's the chief, but he's beating the drum. Um, they start tripping um, and they realize that that's not just, or- that's not re- ordinary guacamole. Uh, then a bunch of random shit happens. Uh, there's an Ewok that's humping Hutch. 
That was as close like, to as an authentic costume as we're going to get in this movie. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Eric uh, Eric's uh, wet dream right there. Yeah, it's, it's close. True. It's pretty close. <laughs> oh, very true. Linus looks in the skies and sees like the Star Wars crawl words that say, you are very, very high. Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric starts losing it and has a dream where his dad walks in dressed like Darth Vader with a cowboy hat on. Um, surrounded by stormtroopers and says, join me, son, come to the dark side. <laughs> and then gets his hand cut off. Yes. Uh, in a very Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader type homage. Um, it kind of is morning now and they start waking up and windows is spooning behind Hutch <laughs> and saying, Oh, rogue leader. <laughs> um, and then Hutch, you know, throws him off and says he's poking him. And window says, Nope, it's just his lucky R2. And then I love the line. That Hutch says, you wish you had the height and girth of D2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a great line. Um, the the chief has now fixed the van. Uh, Eric says, or Eric asks if he could thank the chief. And then Linus realizes that he is the chief. And he says, the chief likes to refer to himself in the third person. Yeah. It causes confusion, especially with the bitches. <laughs> uh Hutch tells him he's cool as balls. You burned out old hashhead, and then like hits him in the in the fist bump and says, "Wonder power twin, wonder twin powers activated." <laughs> uh, and then the chief gives Linus a big old bag of peyote to take with him. Side note, I, uh, like I don't know if you guys can talk about, but that's like the one drug that I wish I could try. I would love to get high off of peyote just to experience it because every time it is depicted in a film, it's pretty fucking magical. Yeah, it looks fun. You got to be in the <laughs> desert first of all. Which, well, RJ lives out there. You can. You can I probably, do. Yeah. Live, I can't. I, that's that's simple. Okay, so step one: go to the desert. Like, don't do it in your apartment. You know what I mean? Like, no. that's just, not magical. Like, step one: yeah, get you the go to peyote first. Is yeah, that's true. That's step one. That is step one. <laughs> Secure step the two. Yeah, step two would be go to the desert. No, yeah, go to Joshua Tree, dude. Yeah, yeah you're, you're already there. Like, it's like what, like yeah. what, a couple hours away. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. step three is just uh, don't don't die in the desert. Well, exactly. I mean, that's the issue. <laughs> that's, <laughs> don't go too that's far. The whole in. issue. Yeah. I'm not fucking that crafty, so I'm. I just may. <laughs> no, for- remember, throw back to just surprise me, old ass episode when we were talking about what to survive in the woods. I knew I wasn't going to survive, so I want the. Went with a a barrel Bulldog. drum of lube, a sex <laughs> like one of those high end sex dolls, and a big ass tent with with you know some vodka. I think yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> so you know, because I just knew I was gonna fucking die. Yep. Might as well enjoy your last days. That's since, right. Since God damn it. We already got a blast of the nineties and tub thumping, and also in whoop, there it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We now get the presidents of the United States song lump. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good one though. But I was I singing like it the song. whole time it was on yeah. while it was yeah. playing in that fucking movie. I was singing so it. Good. I love it. that song. I, I, I really liked the President of the United States back in the oh, day. And I know yeah. they had three strings in their guitars. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're heading to Texas. We get a little bit of a montage. Uh, they pass a convertible that has some hot chicks inside of it. And uh, Windows is holding a sign that says "Flash if you love Wookies." Um, they're all getting excited that it's going to happen, but they just get some middle fingers. Uh, they pull into the poppin' taco and look over at the, the girl in the window dressed like stormtroopers who kind of flips out. Um, they're having an argument about how Harrison Ford is the greatest actor of all time and he's never done anything bad And as, as they're passing a billboard for six days and seven nights. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a great fucking uh, joke there. Um, they're pissing on an electric fence um, and then they pull up at the coffee shot in Texas. Uh, we get uh, the song that ends and we see windows jump out of the van, literally wearing a blouse with frills all over it. <laughs> He's putting on a Sunday best, man. Slicks his hair back, takes his glasses off. Um, and he walks into a uh, coffee shop called Java the Hut, which is a pretty good name for a coffee shop. I got to say. Agreed. Uh, and I think that's an actual place side note in Austin. I it. it is, yeah, but I, it's I, also a nod to, um, Veronica Mars. It's the coffee shop she worked in. Oh, you're right. Mm, we should so. we should call uh, we should call Kyle McIntyre and ask him. Yeah. 
There we go. Um, from the Tone Jerks and, and the Indeed. mask episode with us. Um, so he walks into the Java the Hut, and there's some seductive music playing in the background. Um, he he since he has his glasses off. First thing he does is approach a dude that has long hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, the other three are outside humping the window and like licking their nipples. Awful. <laughs> um, he walks up to someone and says, "Rogue leader, I presume." Um, but then he puts his glasses on and loses it when he realizes she's only 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts screaming that he's a pedophile um, and flips out as the rest of them make fun of him. Uh, Side note, she's actually just yeah. a few years younger than me, and she's actually quite a beautiful woman oh, yeah. now. She's fully grown. She's also in the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. I was looking at her her um, film filmography. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And she does not look like a 12-year-old kid anymore. That is for sure. She oh. looks. And that's why I said she looks like a twelve-year-old, even though she's only ten. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what he says in the movie. Yeah. Um, I got another clip here, and this is the clip of them meeting Ethan Supley's character, Harry Knowles. <laughs> Rogue leader, I presume. Red six. What the hell? You're a kid. You're well. You're twelve. I'm ten. You're ten. I promise. I'm a pedophile. I'm a pedophile. Oh, 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 I have to leave the state at once. I have to leave the state. Ah, yay! Yay! We drove a thousand miles. Windows. A thousand. For what? So you can get funky with strawberry shortcakes? It's not really sex if it's cyber sex. Relax. Look, we're going to sit down, we're going to put on our thinking caps, and we're going to get a better plan. No, it's not. I, I have to be back by Monday. I haven't told you guys this yet, but my my dad gave me the company. Hey. Thanks. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing is, is mine now. What's the new game plan? Let's get in the van and get the hell out of here. It's just a minor setback. Yeah, it's a minor setback for you. Dude, I live in the real world, okay? I have to go back to work. You have to go back to your mom's garage. It's a carriage house. It's a garage, man. Fit again. The, the, the garage. I, said, I just said Excuse it. Excuse me. Guys. Hey, me. Hey, hey, hold hold the hey, 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 okay. Okay. Harry Knowles. Harry who? Uh, who? This man is the ultimate fanboy here, Eric. His website, Any Cool News, it's like every geek's homepage, man. Yeah. Which one of you is Windows? Me. I'm Windows. Nice to meet you. Oh! 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 Ah! Okay, Mr. Knowles, look, you get nothing. Okay. Knowles, this is my friend. Ah! Listen, we wanted to break into the Skywalker Ranch. Kimmy over there said she gave us the floor plan. So they were going to break in and steal episode one. That's it. That is the stupidest thing I've heard since Schumacher put nips on Batman. Oh! These aren't the droids you're looking for, man. Anybody else have any stupid comments? Yeah, it's very stupid. I know, but true. We've been, we've been planning this since we were like six. Listen, Harry, Harry, Harry. You help us out, we'll give you all the exclusive spoilers and all, man. Okay. Oh, darn. That's an interesting offer. Episode 5 was directed by who? Irvin Kershner. Oh, it's just a warm-up. You. In episode 6, when Leia shoots down two scout troopers, why doesn't she take one of the speeder bikes instead of walking? If you pay attention closely, the speeder bikes were destroyed. Okay, and then Luke refers to it later on in dialogue. Impressive. I wasn't really worried about you, though. What was Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Rebel Assault in Episode 4? Red Pie. You are all only as strong as your weakest link. Hello, weakest link. What is the name of Chewbacca's home planet? Well, it's never discussed in the movies. I know. I know. Do you give up? And say it. Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Chewie's whole planet is Kashyyyk. Chewie's whole planet is Kashyyyk. Well played, boy. 
I'll help you. You're going to meet my friend in Vegas. He's got everything you need, okay? Well, how do we know he is? Oh, don't worry. You don't know. The password? Scruffy Nerf Herder. Scruffy Nerf Herder. Good luck, boys. Nice detail. We're going to Vegas, fellas. Right, here's yeah. my my problem with this scene. This mm. the Star Wars trivia is too damn easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To be fair, I don't feel like the last question is easy. Was easy at the time versus, of course, now retrospectively. But if like you were to ask that question back in '98, I do legitimately think. Some of those questions would be tough for a non like diehard fan. You, you'd have to have read the books to know that. Or, or well, no, holiday special. I was gonna say the holiday yeah, special true. is the only thing that comes to mind when it comes to like video references at that point for Kashyyyk. Right, right. Tell me I'm wrong, Eric. <sighs> You're not wrong. I, I mean. You had the you had the novels, you had the dark horse comics. You know there were there were ways to get this information back in these dark ages. Yes, but again, if you were just because like I still to this day know plenty of people who don't know expanded EU, but they can tell you every single thing about the films. You know what I mean? There's there's like two different kinds of Star Wars fans: people who just watch the trilogy. And, and once they make it so, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, Ethan Supley just wants to see the sailboat. Yeah, <laughs> he he uh, wasn't. He was like third choice for that role. Yeah, I, I, you know, this has all the this is the end crew, all the you know Rogan Baruchel crew, but it also has all of like the fucking Kevin Smith crew as well. Yeah, exactly. Me. I know. I know. Yeah, because it was yeah. Kevin Smith. It was also George Garcia from Hurley from Lost was originally tagged. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, yeah, but he scheduled conflicts with Lost, and then the same thing with Kevin Smith. They had some re-edits to do on Clerks too, so he had to step out. Yeah, I mean, he didn't fully step out though. No, 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 no. But that was a quick no. thing compared to this, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah. no, it's funny you mentioned Clerks because there's another cameo from another certain person in uh, Clerks, but we'll get to that. Uh, so, um, basically they make a deal with Harry Knowles that when they get the, the movie, they'll let him have first rights to it so he can put it on his website and he kind of chills out after that. Um, cause he realizes they're really just a bunch of fucking nerds. Uh, they're driving the van now. It's nighttime again. He has the speedo pegged at just over 85 miles an hour. Um, a cop pulls in behind them. Imperial bacon. Linus tells them about the peyote he has, so they don't want to pull over. They're all freaking out. Uh, Hutch is trying his hardest to lose them, but he can't, so he decides he's going to push the red button and jump to hyperspace. Light speed, kid. <laughs> Basically, it's a tank of nitrous, but it's not working. Uh, but then, all of a sudden, he hits it, which, that's a, that's another Star Wars callback, right? Like, when he's in the Millennium Falcon? Oh, 100%, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. Well, both that and uh, the when he just like kind of like jerks to the left to oh, try yeah. to ditch the yeah the yes. cop. <laughs> yes. Um, so the nitrous kicks in and they go flying down the road uh, and crash through a billboard that says "Join the police force." And then it just literally says "Join the force" afterwards. Um, <laughs> and the out shape the like thing Vader. is shaped like yeah. Vader. It breaks yeah. like a Vader, and then the tail lights form glowing red eyes. Um. So the next scene, they're in a holding cell. Um, Hutch should not have called the cop the F word for gay, apparently. That's another one of those bombs. They said the word, though, but I'm not going to. And then guess who comes in? Joe Latrulio. Yeah, Joe Latrulio. Yep. Although he looks more serious than he normally Show does. me what you got. Show me what you got. Um, this was, this was for me. Of, I love you, man. Yeah. <laughs> this was for me the funniest scene in this whole fucking movie. This was Joe literally <laughs> yeah. throws the sandwiches at Because <laughs> he must be the one they called the F word for gay. Yeah. Uh, Hutch says he has to shit, basically. What, he said drop the pickle or something like that? Yeah. Or, um, 
and uh, he starts putting Eric's sandwich on the seat because he doesn't <laughs> want to put his ass on the seat that criminal like, has. Just hover, on. just hover. Uh, oh, uh, real. They get a uh, bit of news that someone's there for them, and it's Zoe. She's there to bail them out. Uh, she said she got a message of Windows shrieking into her phone. <laughs> Uh, so she took all the money from the comic book store and took taxis, a uh, plane, and a bus ride next to a dude with a full diaper to get there. <laughs> um, and Joe Latrulo says the judge wants to talk to them, but don't make fun of his name, which is Judge Reinhold. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking great. It is great. Uh, and he's played by none other than Billy D. Williams. Billy D, baby. Looking smooth Come as on. ever. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's a handsome devil. So he breaks down the story they told him, which is 100% true, but he doesn't buy it at all. But he's going to let them go, not because he believes them, but because he believes Eric's father. Uh, Right. He hands a message to Eric, which I don't know why he believes Eric's father. That's the weird part. (laughs) I know. But uh, he gives a message to Eric to come home now or you're fired. Um, Eric uh, then is overlooking a canyon reflecting. Um, I like how Billy D also, once again, has put – if you think about it this way, he is freezing their trip um, because Darth Vader told him to. Oh. So, oh. Wow. God he sees, damn. He sees his dad as Darth Vader. And yep. They're putting a freeze on their trip and uh-huh. he's getting sold out by Billy D. I love it, man. I wonder if I wonder if Shooter McGavin literally said, pray I don't hate. What's, what's the line from <laughs> Alter the – Alter our uh, arrangement. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to our arrangement, arrangement further. Further, yeah. Um, also, like, you know, he's sulking over this, the prospect of losing his job and stuff, and I get it, but, like, your friend's still dying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's been a real drama queen. Let's also, like, really be real about this. Again, the guy comes from a lot of privilege. Do you really think daddy was going to cut out? Like, he may have not inherited, but he definitely wouldn't go hungry if he lost his job. Um, So he's overlooking the canyon. Uh, Windows is starting to talk about how they got to send Zoe back home now, like trying to get to an airport. And she says she's going with him. And if one of them can take her down, then she'll go home. At which point she jumps on Hutch. And after he calls her a princess and then takes his ass down. Uh, and she gets, you know, welcome aboard. Uh, they go over to talk with Eric and make sure that he's going to be okay. Um, he's just sitting there reflecting on what he wants to do. And then Hutch tells him to find his Death Star. And I have an audio clip here of this because it's a nice little touching part of this movie. You know, I could do this. Start a life here. Clean slate. Fresh air. No pressure. No responsibility. Yeah, it seems nice, man. In theory, sounds nice. I bet there's not even like a blockbuster video within 500 miles of here. Like a falafel hut or. Guys, shut up. I just figured if I worked hard and sold enough cars and pressed my dad enough times that I'd feel something. You gotta find your Death Star. Okay, I'll bite. Greatest deed Luke Skywalker ever did was take down the Death Star, right? As far as I'm concerned, that's what everybody needs. You need that one badass thing that you live on forever, you know? Spice Girls reference. Yeah. yeah, and I will say, like, if you made that reference back then, like, you're very, you know, in the zeitgeist of, you know, 1998. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back when you can insult somebody without any worries. <laughs> do we? Do we mention too? I gotta appreciate that they dressed Hutch in a white shirt with a black vest. Of course. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I don't know if they did yeah. it or he did it because uh, Han Solo is a bitch. Stop. <laughs> Nobody calls Han Solo a bitch. Han Solo is Can we... still a bitch. 
Also, you didn't point it out, but when what's his face sees Hutch sitting on the toilet with the ham sandwich, just yeah. his, his reaction. <laughs> that is true. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, so they're pulling into Las Vegas, um, and they're going to do Las Vegas fanboy style, which apparently means sitting in a hotel room watching TV, clipping their toenails. <laughs> That's Eric style right there, my friend. Yep. That's how I do Vegas. Oh, God. Nothing wrong with that. Netflix. Nothing wrong with that. No, I've never been. I've never been. But I have to imagine. I'm, I'm a bit of a wallflower, man. I got to imagine that's no, how it's going to Trust me, my... you'd have fun in Vegas. You let me take you there, you'll have fun. All right. Doug, can you take me to Vegas? Well, I'll take can you. we I meet mean, up in Vegas? What I meant was we meet up. Yeah, I'm not taking anybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I just oh, meant like, show yeah. me. Show me a night. Yes. I want to see what how Doug lives. Hey, listen, two to, two to three years from now, I'm going to be living there. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, we we're going to be over. There. I'll be over there in a heart, a heartbeat. Yes, dude. You're all Four welcome, hours, man. It'll be cool. Coming up for the weekend. Hell Me yeah. We'll drive over together. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll road trip it, man. Yeah. Thelma and Louise that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you mean uh, jump off a fucking canyon? Maybe. Oh, if we want to. Don't tell me how to live my life. Hey, bro. <laughs> Uh, Zoe calls them gay and tells Hutch to take a shower. Uh, that Hutch is disgusting. It looks like he fell on Alf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he takes off his shirt. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that yeah. is fucked up looking. His uh, chest wait, hair have is we really already passed the, Have we already passed the second reference to the jail house scene of you still smell like ham? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. It might be there, though. Um, uh, Linus and Eric are going to go off and find the contact while Zoe, Hutch, and Windows are going to go play blackjack. Um, Windows loses, uh, of course, because he gets a 22. Yeah. And it's mathematically brings, impossible. He Zoe says. brings up the rogue leader debacle. Yeah. And like she's just straight dropping hints to him. Yep. But he just does not get it. Oh, and like, I, I just have to. Interject. You call those hints? Yeah, I know. Like yeah. that's, that's it's more of like I'm gonna beat you over the head with this. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But that is the dirtiest, filthiest blackjack table I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like there isn't a, a casino worth its weight that would let that shit go. It was so disgusting. It was dusty yeah. and gross and shit. I'm like, oh, where are they? <laughs> Probably some roadside casino somewhere. Um he says that she's not a girl, and she's like, uh, really? I could have fooled me. Yeah. Uh, Hutch, Hutch notices some uh, hotties over on the slotties. Um, th- and they're getting quite the warm reception from them. So Hutch tells Windows, like, let's go pick them up. Um, and Zoe's like, well, we should go meet Linus and Eric. And then she gets mad at Windows and calls him clueless when he like decides he's going to go over with Hutch. Um, we get like a really awkward pickup attempt and some nerding out from Windows but the girls are still pretty much down. Uh, Hutch is ready to get it. Uh, we flip back. There's a lot of flipping back and forth between like the people in this in this part of the movie. It's going to jump around quite a bit. Uh, Eric and Linus are now outside of Trekcon. Um, and as they're walking by, Admiral Seaschultz sees them and uh, follows along with his Trek gang. Uh, we jump back over to Hutch, who's now in bed with the girl, trying to talk to her about how rich he is, how he has a, a Bugatti with a flux <laughs> capacitor. Yes. 1.21 gigawatts don't come cheap. Uh, he tries to pull... That girl, J- Jamie King, she's married to the director, Kyle Newman. Oh, they met on, the, met on that movie. And the, the thing is, the funny thing is, it took so long for the movie to come out that she's listed in the credits... With his last name. It's her only movie with his last name. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so Hutch is like doing the Jedi mind trick on her. And he's kind of surprised when it works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, we jump back over to Trekcon and Eric and Linus walk up to a. I'm assuming he's got to be some sort of like a interpretation of a, of a uh, Klingon. Yeah. With, with the butthead shit. Um, and he's the door person and they give him the password. Uh, nerf herder scruffy nerf herder yeah um he pulls them inside then we get over to windows who's that's talking seth to... rogan by the way 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's the yeah. Uh, that's Seth. That's Seth Rogen. Yeah. Um, Windows is talking to his girl about Zoe, and she tells him that Joey doesn't want to be one of the guys and actually likes him. He starts to, to deny it, but then he realizes, oh shit, you're probably right. Uh, and asks what he should do, and she's like, she's like, well, I'm I'm an escort, and then he's like, what? Uh, then I have a audio clip here of Eric and Linus when they meet a certain somebody they're in Vegas to meet. Fantastic. I don't think we're alone. Yeah, you're late. all there maps passcodes phony ideas to get you past the front gates but that's not what's most important what's most important we never met yeah i think i i can't believe that these are classified and there's look at the maps and there's there's badges and there's just there's trekking teach what is this for? Just something for the ride. This is unreal. How did you score all this stuff? Are you kidding? I'm William Shatner. I can score anything. Okay. How about uh, how about Jerry Ryan's panties? Uh, anything. <laughs> uh, so we get Shatner, um, which I think is pretty funny that he's got all this George Lucas fucking Skywalker <laughs> ranch shit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I love the whole Jerry Ryan's panties line at the end. That was a seven to nine. If you watched Star Trek, uh, yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed that cameo. I I completely forgot about it too because it had been years since I've seen this man, and and I was delighted. Sure. I was delighted by every cameo, but yeah. him especially. And trekking with TJ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. That's uh, fucking great. Especially because like they go so hard on Star Trek in this movie. Like when they walk up to that convention uh, entrance. Um, there's a sign that says like rainbow division. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. They just like, I, I like how they didn't get very many star Wars cameos in their star Wars movie either. It was almost all star Trek. No, no. but the the ones they did, man, they hit hard. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it's still not as good as Shatner. I don't know that lay it fucking lay it. Well, we're jumping guess, ahead. Yeah, we're jumping yeah. ahead. The layo one though is, yeah, but good. this is Shatner. Yeah, I mean, James yes, but, Kirk. but the homage that gets paid with what happens with Carrie Fisher yeah, is he, far better. He plays himself. He doesn't even like she doesn't even play herself. She's just some random ass doctor. True, true. Actually, you, you make a valid point. Like he is playing William Shatner. And I love the track with TJ. Just, what's this? Just something for the ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um. We go back over to Hutch. He's about to go and, you know, get in and uh windows bust in to let him know that she's an escort. Um, and apparently his hours up and they owe her money. Um, and he's like, I've ever heard sweet talking to hooker. <laughs> uh, she says it's a thousand dollars and he says he wants a refund because they're male prostitutes and they're going to charge. Her. Yeah, that's a great line. I like that. That was pretty good. Um, and she says, well, you're going to have to talk to Ro- Roach, who didn't comes in once again. This is Seth Rogen again. This is the most Rogen of the Rogans. <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, the Jack Nicholson moment where it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, how many roles are they going to let this guy play in this movie? Right. Uh, the Trek army is now chasing Eric and Linus. And Roach is going through their, the mini bar bridge in the room. Um, and Windows is trying to get out of, of pain. Um, and I do have another quick, quick clip here of, of the Roach interaction with them. Cause it's kind of funny. Good vintage. Uh, uh, this has all been a really big misunderstanding. You see, uh, my friend and I, we didn't know that we were on the clock per se. Yeah. You thought you were getting that for free, did you? <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Roach. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind not eating those peanuts? But it is like $10 a peanut, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, what 
Don't you take that the two thousand dollars that you and your skinny little idiot friend owe me? How's that sound? What? Enunciate. Uh, Rebel Alliance. Uh, we recognize the tat. Uh, we're Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans? Yeah. Shit. Why didn't you say so, man? God, you think that? Well, check this shit out, man. Look. Tire right side. Rebel Alliance. Do or do not. <laughs> That's funny. And this arm is the dark side. Don't join the dark side of the fourth hall. Check this out. Episode one, Boosnickens, Jar Jar Binks, that guy's going to be the shit, I tell you. <laughs> right? That you like is, that? Uh, I had them do that pose. I thought it was funny. That is awesome. You guys are all right. So we're all hunky-dory? We're all copacetic? Well, if uh, the word copacetic means I'm going to rip off your tongue and lick your ass with it, then yeah, we're, we're copacetic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I like that character. I like the road character. He's like funny. I appreciate um, the uh, Jar Jar Banks dig. Yes. <laughs> that guy's going to be the shit. <laughs> um, so uh, they, they uh, Hutch kind of smashes him over the head and they take off running. Um, and now both sets of fanboys are running from their respective Rogans. Uh, Windows sees Zoe by the elevator and grabs her and tells her to run. She's kind of mad at him still. Um, and as as they run, Roach comes out of the elevator. And now they're all in the main part of the casino in front of all the slot machines. And uh, they run into each other and the uh, Rogans start to face off. Sea uh, Saltz calls out Hutch. Hutch says that he called Solo a bitch. Sea Saltz reconfirms this. Han Solo is a bitch. At which point Roach gets pissed and attacks the Trekkers. Well, you guys know the original title for this movie. What's that? It was uh, Fanboys uh, Rogan v. Rogan. Oh, shit. That makes sense. <laughs> no, just. It's so late that that was my attempt at a joke. Look, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing the yes and right now. I was like, ready to Google that shit. Y- yes and is how improv works. Hey guys, are you a guitar player and you like custom stuff? Well, if you are, uh, you've come to the wrong place, honestly. Uh, no, I'm just playing. My name's Joe, and I run a, a little company called Like My Pedals. And I don't believe in websites because they're for suckers. So if you want to find me, you got to go to facebook.com backslash like my pedals and send me a message. You know, when you look at the shelf and you just say, they never have exactly what I want. Well, that's kind of where I come into play for you here. You want a picture of a little tiny Yoda eating a frog's eggs and ruining every hope of Star Wars ever making a good series? Come to me. I'll put it on a pedal. I may not like the show, but I'm definitely not against selling out. Um, if you want electrolytes, because that's what guitar players crave, well, I'll make you a custom idiocracy pedal. You know, it's whatever you want, really, with Like My Pedals, because you want people to look at your board and say, man, I like your pedals. <laughs> 